I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so puppy? This could be a while. Puppy smash. Bad party podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to episode 103 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And that makes two weeks in a row. I know. Suck it. I didn't fuck it up twice now. So. I know, which is just a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the listeners know what the hell we're talking about, because I always edit the first burp out. You, and, you know. haven't... Th- I mean, two weeks in a row now, but right. it was like it was like a running, you know, like, four months yeah, of the other way. Where I would try to do the uh, do the introduction, and I just stumble over myself and have to do it twice before I get it. So yep. That's the beauty of post-production, post Shit. You've, See? you've mispronounced Post four words production, now. folks. <laughs> ah, there we go. I got it that time. Um, you can fix it. It's never can never happen. So, yay! <laughs> and then you tell everybody about it anyway. Yeah, you know, um, I'm kind of. I don't like the whole Wizard of Oz thing. Like the man behind the curtain has to be exposed sometimes. That's uh, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we're moving next to a high school. <laughs> You're gonna be that guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> especially with considering what we're gonna be talking about here in a little bit. Oh no, yeah, I'm right. not gonna be that guy. Never. <laughs> so uh, how was your week, babe? I forgot. It was busy. Was it? I was out. Well, I I did the um the south of the border liquor oh, run. Oh yeah. Okay, so you were gone some of the day, some of the week, but not the whole week, right. and I and I was just running around like a crazy person still. And yep. Yeah. Yeah, we went all the way down to the southernmost tip of Oregon, um, and then hopped over into California for the cheap alcohol because our liquor laws here make our prices bullshit. Oh my god. Um, I what I would normally pay for a a fifth here, I was able to get gallons of alcohol for down there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'm gonna have to. Not shake the chair anymore because it's making the mic. Okay, anyways. So, um, yeah, and I found out that uh, that our salesman that goes in that territory quite often, his normal routine is to take orders from his customers. They give him the money, and then he goes down there and gets the cheap booze, and it makes us look like rock stars. So I've decided I'm going to start doing the same thing. So whenever I head south down that territory, I will uh, take orders for my customers, for my family, my friends. <laughs> we, we basically filled up the back of an expedition with cases of alcohol. Um, I don't know how much of it was his. I just know that he had like almost a $900 tab Damn. on his uh, credit card by the time we were all said and done and loaded up. So 
that's a that's a hefty weekend. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, we had to reformulate the. You can keep talking. Okay. I can I can edit my part out when I make those little noises like that, which is so okay. yeah. Sorry, it's okay. You just need to warn a girl first. That's but that takes away the whole like editing it out, so the listeners don't know that I just moved the mic and made all that noise. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, um, we had to reformulate the alcohol cabinet because there was way more alcohol than we had room for. Yeah, I only spent 160 bucks for our own personal stat. I, I only spent 100 <laughs> That sounds bad. That sounds really bad. <laughs> but I got uh, two gallons of, of vodka, yeah. a gallon of Fireball, yeah. which I like the gallons. I don't know if I'm ever going to buy a fifth again because a gallon comes with a nifty handle. Mm-hmm. Makes it easier for drinking. Right. <laughs> Just straight off the bottle. Um, and Tequila. then Tequila. Yeah, I got a gallon of tequila, uh, a couple fifths of... Crown Royal. Crown, no, I got a gallon of Crown oh. Royal apple for you. A couple fifths of the um, uh, Jim Beam. One was apple and one was fire. <clears throat> and then what was the other one I got? Uh, I made, oh, um, a knockoff version of Bailey's called Brady's. <laughs> but they, but the, 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 the people who are the experts at the store said it was, you know, you can't really taste the difference, especially with, you know, it's it's... It's something you mix with. It's mixing it, yeah. So it's not like you have a really high um, need for... I'm listing lazily to the left. Like, I was looking <laughs> at you, and now I'm not. So go ahead and keep rolling with um, your week. I'm going to fix this here. Um, I was still covering for the other gals that are out of town. See? Yeah, you are listing lazily to the left. It moves. <laughs> I'll have to figure that out here. Um, so I was still really busy with work stuff, and preparing for next week being out of out of commission so mm-hmm. trying to get everything situated and had lots of client stuff going on and lots of kids stuff going on and you were out of town for at least what three nights and like just all over everything so yep and then we had oh ah, ah, oh my gosh that was awful i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that snuck up on me um we had tippy's last Cheer competition on yes, Saturday. Yes, fucking thank goodness. Woo! Last one. Celebrate good times. Come we didn't on. do her makeup. <laughs> no, we couldn't find the makeup. Yeah, that too. Um, somehow, like, I, I, in, in I, the, I'm still gonna officially blame you, but like, no, I know I handed it off. All I know is that in, in the handoff between I, the all transition, all I'm saying is you shouldn't hand off something to me and <laughs> like, like you, you act like handing it to me in the middle of a room when I'm busy with something else is like a, a piece. I'm done. Like, <laughs> like that's not an okay handoff. That's not the way it works. Um, so you know, it was not a responsible handoff yeah. if the handoff ever happened. I don't. Yeah. No. I. I I'm actually. I'm positive. Temperance had him. I had her carry him in for me because I was carrying all of her shit. Yeah. And I have no idea where she took it. Um, right. So, But it doesn't it's matter because we're fucking done. done. She's got two more <laughs> classes to go to, but they're just like ceremonial oh, yeah. type award stuff. And then it's like, fuck it. We're out. We're, we're, we're past this. And she's even happy now to be like, you know, completely yep. done with it. So um, that's a good thing because it was starting to get on my nerves a little bit. And then somebody at the competition while we're sitting there, because we were all kind of sitting in a section with other parents. You had taken off already for your job. Um, and she's the lady in front of me spins around. She's like, you guys are going to Vegas, right? I'm like, nope. Mm-mm. She and she has this really like bewildered look on her face. She's like, but you're a team one. And they're supposed to be going to Vegas. I'm like, yeah, that, you'd think that's how it works, but funny, it's not. Funny story about that. <laughs> I'm like, you, you, you would assume that because we won, 
we'd be the ones going to Vegas. But no, no, we're not. I said, it's actually kind of a point of contention with some parents. She's like, well, what happened? I'm like, well, we were supposed to have a unanimous vote. And I did the whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. that, whole, that whole jazz. I'm like, and basically there's some people who wanted to go anyways, pitched a bitch, and then somebody caved in. And now there's teams, there's a Vegas team that's going to Vegas. And it's only got like three of the girls from our team on it. And she just got this really like, what the fuck look on her face. I'm like, kind of my point. <laughs> and I just left it at that. I didn't want to go too much deeper into it for, with her. But I was just like, this is, you know, this is ridiculous because the whole point of this thing was so that I, you know, anyways, I don't want to get back into it. We've been through it before. But oh, this chair. Yeah, we're, we're doing things a little bit differently here. So it's kind of throwing me off my balance here. Yeah. Because. Um, well, we moved the couch. We got, so we're yeah, back, got rid of the couch. We're back in the little tiny chairs. Recliners. Well, you've got a recliner. I've got a chair. Right. Um, we'll have to figure that one out. But. But. Anyway, it's not working very well. I, I, I gotta throw an anchor down, i.e., my foot, <laughs> so because I, <laughs> I keep spinning away from you and I can't see you. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? So, yeah, so it was the last cheer competition. I am super stoked about that. Done. Um, really happy. That's all going. That's all going to be done and over with. And then um, I think we're talking about looking at getting Ezra into because basically what we've done is each kid. Stagger. Well, each we only have one kid at a time into stuff, and it works out fairly okay because during the seasons that Tempe wants to do something, Ezra usually doesn't, and vice versa. So um, there's a rugby league here locally, yep, just starting. And now it's, it's not new. like I mean I, I've seen rugby, and it can't be like rugby, rugby. No, it's a no touch uh, for the younger kids. It's a it's a no touch rugby, but mm. it's. I mean, it's still it's still pretty physical. Like you can tell yeah. the kids no touch all you want; they're right. still going to tackle each other. Yeah, for the it's ground. still going to happen. Um, Same thing about pedophiles. <laughs> oh, I took it. I went, I went to a bad spot, didn't I? <laughs> what you in can the tell, hell? The whole you can tell them no touch all you want, but they're still going to do it. It was a bad joke, but I'm. I'm what? <laughs> that just completely stopped. That was. <laughs> I, didn't I don't just, like this. I didn't just derail your freight train. That thing just, I, you came no. to a dead halt there. I just. So anyways, no rugby, no touch rugby, no rugby, no touch, right? Rugby. Rugby. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We're just. We're, we're trying it out this week. We're going to let him go to the tryout and see what happens. See if he likes it. See if they like him. There can be a mutual likening happening here and then go from there. Um. Yeah, so other than that, it looks like we're going to have a little bit of a break here, a little reprieve from all the craziness. Um, kids were crazy tonight. We did some roughhousing. Yes. Trent pulled the toddler equivalent of, here, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then proceeded to jump on your back. Right. I have to say, I wasn't expecting him to do what he did. It was actually kind of an amazing tr- trick, but he's like, I have to get up on the back of the couch for a minute. before. <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you and I are both like, why? And then all of a sudden, like a spider monkey, he just goes <laughs> flying off the back of the couch onto my back. I'm like, what the fuck? But, he like throws... You didn't catch the nuance of... Uh, I didn't. I didn't see it because he, no, he got no, me from behind. What he said. Oh, what did he say? He's, I just need to get on the back of the couch for a minute. Right. Like, 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 don't worry about what I'm doing back here. Just, just, I'm just going to do this and don't tell me not to. Right. <laughs> and it was like, um, okay. So yeah, he, he hurt you. <laughs> it, actually, it didn't, it didn't hurt that bad. It was more surprising to me with the way he landed as his body like collapsed over my head. <laughs> we almost smacked domes together and he just barely stopped it. And he's, then he's like looking upside down with me. I had, I like, <laughs> I'm like, well, hello there, sir. <laughs> I didn't die. <laughs> right. And then, uh, um, so that was fun, and then and Tempe was doing her craziness, and yeah. we were trying to get her to take it a little easy because she decided to take a spill yesterday. She freaking crashed down the stairs, and if you had seen it, dude, I know I I realized that it's healing seen up just it? fine. I lived it, 
no. It w- yeah, I did. Well, I know you did, but you didn't hit the way she did because she's so light. She right. bounced. She didn't hit her butt hardly at all. Mm-hmm. She hit. She fell right on the corner of the stair, right on the lower part of her spine. Right. And it, I swear I heard a crack. I swear I did. She says so she didn't. And but I, I mean, I panicked. I thought my kid I just paralyzed herself. I know. So hard. Right. Well, I, I'm I'm heading upstairs because we were leaving. You guys are leaving. I'm like, it's quiet time. I'm going to go poop. <laughs> so I'm heading upstairs to go poop. And I hear this blood curdling scream. I'm like, hmm. And it sounded to me at first, like, because we always hear the kids from across the street. Playing, right. And they like to scream like that when nothing is happening because, you know, kids. Um, and so I just like, yeah. But something told me to just come back downstairs and check on it. So I turned around, walked back down the stairs, opened the door. And I realized, oh, that was temperance. Oh, she fell on the stairs. Okay. Time to get into action. So... <laughs> I got her iced up and good to go. And yeah, but your t- your way of getting into action is to sit there and give her a fucking lecture while she's sitting there in agonizing yep. pain. And I will do this every, as I was doctoring her and as I was taking care of her. But the thing for me is, is that if you did something stupid that I've never told you not to do before, I'll give you a pass. Everybody gets that one chance. But the particular thing that she had, she pulled was something that she had just got her ass reamed for while we were at the Coliseum because she almost knocked the front teeth she doesn't have out when she was jumping down the cement stairs mm-hmm. in there and almost bashed her face into a, um, the chair when she tripped and fell. And she pulled one of those like, oh, I almost totally biffed at that time moments, right? And I read her the right act. I'm like, we don't jump on stairs because when your shoes catch, these are the things that happen, blah, 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 blah. And when you told me it was because she was jumping on the stairs, I was like, She's lucky I was as nice as I was about the entire fucking thing. Because in pain or not, um, you, you you've got to listen. And so I just and that's the way I did it with Ezra. And that's the way I do it with her. It's just one of those things. And that, I hate it. Yep. And I will always hate it. But and it I will works. always tell you to back off. But because it works. There's just no no. It, it works because you've never tried anything else. Like you can't say <laughs> you can't say it works because you've never had <laughs> had any alternate theory. Like it just <laughs> that that's just what you've always done, and therefore it has always worked. Yep. It, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Except <laughs> except one of these days you're going to be giving them a lecture while they are actually broken, and you're not paying enough attention to what's going on. Well, see, but that, that's that's the assumption that you make is that I'm not paying enough attention to what's going on, or that I'm not seeing what's happening but either. But you're not. You're. But you're, I am. But you're stopping me from doing what I need to do to I check wasn't her. You were. You, at all. you were. You were. You totally were. You can feel free to check her poker poker prodder. Do what you need to do. I can still sit there and have a conversation with her. So, yeah, it's. I'm. I'm sorry, but I'm just. I. I. I have zero. I guess sympathy would be the best term. It's not about sympathy, though. It's about this is not the right time to be doing that because. The first thing you want to do is get their mind off of the pain. And I get it. I get what you're trying to do. Psychologically, it makes total sense. While they're still feeling the pain physically, mm-hmm. drill it into their head that they're the cause of it. And, and then, you know, I get it mm-hmm. on theory. But you're taking, you're just keeping them in the moment. And Tempe's a lot like me. Once you can get over the anxiety of the fact that you've been hurt, mm-hmm. you can calm down to what know how badly you actually are hurt. And you keep her in that hyped up space for so long that I can't figure out what's 
genuinely concerning and what's not. And you you do that to her every time she gets hurt. And that's what I don't like. Okay. Well, but but to be fair, it's not just her. So I, you make it sound like I'm like, attacking her and only her for this no, kind of stuff. You so. do it to the boys right. too. Right. But, but especially Tempe and sometimes Trent, but mostly Tempe. She's just like me. The anxiety and the the psychological trauma, what, what have you, of be getting hurt, whether no matter how bad it is, mm-hmm. will make you feel like it's ten times worse. Oh, trust me, I know because that, the other day when head Trent head butted you, and you're over there, oh, and this this guttural gro- like groan came out of you. I need ice. I figure I'm gonna come over there. Well, well my well, tooth still hurts. Dude. I I know. I understand. He that. hit me really hard. I understand that, and I. I want you to know I kept my mouth shut and I did exactly what you needed me to do and I walked in there and did what I did, but I was fucking irate because neither one of you guys learns <laughs> about no, when he's roughhousing no, when you're but all that, but you but this is just it and this is the part I don't like you blame me for no. him but no no you just you never learn like it's my fault and no, guess what you did shit happens yeah, yeah you're right and if you'd let me finish my story perhaps it wouldn't be so offensive to you <laughs> But I I said that, you know, when he starts getting jumpy and stuff like that, for me, I always immediately sit up so that I can protect myself. I was sitting up. I was looking at Tempe. I was sitting fully upright. He had stopped with me and had moved away. I was looking at Tempe and then he started to go again. That's not my fault. It's not even his fault. He's a kid. He doesn't Mm -hmm. understand. But it's this constant like... I don't know how to explain it, but you have like this like chip on your shoulder. Like I never get hurt from the kids because I watch out. Like I, I don't get. No, the, it's not the that. Thing. No, like you always, it, it, it always feel it, like you're like blaming somebody. No, for- I didn't see him. And in, in, in there's where there's a there's a disconnect. I can totally see how you read it that way. But for me, it's more of a frustration of fuck. Here we are again. Um, not because of anybody blaming or like it's your fault or this fault or that, whatever. Yes, the default thought that goes to my mind is, will they ever learn, including whoever's there? But it's not. It's not like I ever come out and actually say, you know, in in that let's take in that particular scenario, the Tempe thing on the stairs. Hell yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's your fault. You shouldn't, shouldn't have jumped. Um, but it's just it. It was just I'm just I'm try, trying to explain like my default reaction, the default space I went to. I didn't say anything about it. I didn't do anything about it. I just took care of the situation. And but did you that. did. You actually did come <clears throat> in and say again, blah blah blah. Can't you? You know, I, this never. Ha- you. I don't remember the exact words you said, but you did say a lot of what you just said. You didn't say. You did. <laughs> okay. Well, then I will work better at filtering myself next time. <laughs> because <laughs> I was pretty pissed off. Because here I am. In pretty, and I took care of it. I went and I got the ice, and I need to do what you need to do. But you're, but see, you you can sit there and get pissy about me about this all you want. But I have learned that I get you what you need, and then I back off because me trying to help you seems to piss you off more. So I don't try to help. I just sit there and go, "What do you need from me?" And then I wait because if I try to like come help, help do the ice, whatever, you start getting you get all like violent and defensive and, and slap I me away. Didn't say you should have done anything else. I said you should have kept your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> well, that okay, fair enough. <laughs> And I will take it. I didn't realize I maybe I was pissed off enough that I did say it. So I didn't realize that. My apologies. You victim blame. <laughs> you do no. a lot. <laughs> you do. <laughs> and and here's the thing. I don't blame Trent either. Like he he's a kid. He makes mistakes. He right. bumps heads. I am particularly sensitive in my nose you type are. region, and he has a particularly hard head. He does. So, you know. So, you, if we just get you a football helmet, <laughs> and you just start wearing that around the house, we'll be good to go. 
<laughs> Problem solved. The other thing is that you have trained them to be when you roughhouse, like it's like this full contact sport, which right. I'm not saying is unhealthy. I'm just saying they try to no, transport that concept onto me right. and I can't play that way. I get hurt. Like I, I tried. And like I was just saying though, the trauma of being hurt, no matter right. how bad it right. does actually hurt, sends me into a panic mode, yep, like an I, anxiety state. Trust me, I've noticed. Until I know how bad it is. Like I'll panic until I realize I haven't broken my nose and my tooth hasn't fallen out. Like, right. And it, it does make it a lot worse for me. Now, that time in particular was actually legit hurt more, no, I more know. than normal I, my tooth me, my front tooth I is know. loose still i, I understand that I, I could i can always tell by 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 the groan you let out afterwards and then that one it was like it, it's the sound i would have made if if, if uh our buddy chris the six foot four lumberjack had just you know hoofed me in the balls <laughs> that, that, that was the same guttural noise it would have <laughs> come out of my mouth so i knew exactly how bad you were it hurt. didn't hit my nose as much as it's, he normally right, does right. normally he gets my nose which because i've had so many surgeries i'm like super panicked about mm-hmm. so am i that was an expensive fucking <laughs> surgery you're breathing good now i don't want that messed up and so but he hit me more in the upper upper lip right area and um, I, I still have a tiny bit of a sore lip, mm-hmm. but my tooth, my front tooth is still wiggly and, and he hit a little harder than normal. Mm-hmm. Normally he hits my nose or well, my forehead. Is, because and it, was, it was a difference because normally when he's coming at you, it's more of on a downhill slope, yeah. but this one was a full on thrust yep. up from a jump. So he yep. just like, it was almost like taking the palm of your hand mm-hmm. and when you're trying to break somebody's nose oh, in their hurt. brain. It really did hurt. Yeah. Um, and, and I knew immediately that I did need ice because mm. I had that feel like that broken nose feeling mm-hmm. like it wasn't. And I'm happy for that. Right. But, um, it just really was not a good, yeah. it's not a good day. So it, it really what, what it comes down to with the kids is what we're having a problem with is we're trying to get them to realize who and when things are appropriate because rough housing, full contact, totally cool with some people. Not okay with others. And that's a skill that's going to help them throughout their entire life. They can figure out now is what is okay with this person versus what's not okay with that person. And it's and figuring out where to draw the line. Because I'll let them climb all over me right. and like jump off me and whatever. As long as we're not punching, kicking, hitting, right, right. you know, jumping even. Like it all has to be like this. Like it can be painful to me, but it has to be a slow kind of painful. Right. Quick kind of painful just puts me on edge. Right. Because um, it's not like having them jump off of my back hurts any less than having them hit me in the forehead. Right. It's just that I are, I'm expecting it. Yeah. Well, see, and I'm 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 more of the just you know if you hit me okay whatever we're fine, um and just kind of going right. around and all that jazz. So well, and I mean, I'll dads and moms always have different ways of right. playing with their kids, which is totally fine. Um, it's just that our kids don't seem to get the switch. Right. Like, yeah. This and is mom. We yeah. don't. Like hit her in the nose, <laughs> right? And then also, I'm trying to get Temperance to realize she's had this fascination with the crotch region, whether it be hers or her brother's, whatever. In general, as far as trying to make jokes about it and whatnot, yeah. But she understands she understands the comedic quality of a nut shot, exactly. So her goal lately has been if she can like if Ezra's walking by and she can sock him in the nuts, she's gonna do it. And while it would work, she would work out so well on an episode of Jackass or like you know that kind of stuff because she just does the random things. I envision her as the next generation of right. female Jackass, right? But she keeps trying to get me with him, I know. and it, it's gotten to the point now where I just have to lock her up and say, "Okay, we're done playing. If you're gonna, if that's you're gonna be your immediate go to, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna do it anymore." 
you know, and it's one of those things that if it was one of the, and, and maybe I, maybe I should do this, but I'm like, if it were one of the boys, I would just nut shot him back. Right. Right. And in her case, I was like titty twister, but I still kind of feel weird. Like, <laughs> nah, yeah, no, not, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do that. You know? So, but, but really like a, just a good old purple nurple, you know, yeah, fine. You're going to do that. <laughs> Here you go. But then he was like, yeah, just pinch my daughter's. Yeah, no, I just, <laughs> it's, it's that ooky feeling, <laughs> which, you know, going back to the cheer real quick. Once again, sitting there, that damn cheer, that whole cheerleading competition, I feel so fucking awkward there as a grown-ass man. You missed the Like a Prayer troop again. Nope, they were there. I heard it. You heard that one? Okay. Yeah, there was a Like a Prayer troop. Okay. The special needs troop. Okay. See, I told you about them the last time. I had forgotten about it. (laughs) (laughs) And then they came back out. And I... Don't laugh, though, because no, it was no. so inspiring. And- it was very awe-inspiring. It was it was great. I think it was just for me. It was one of those things that I didn't I didn't realize. Like, I, I guess you shouldn't have to need warning that something like that's going to happen, <laughs> but I still kind of did because all of a sudden I realized. Like I, I was originally, I didn't, I, I didn't look at their faces at first. I was just kind of, I was, I was, I was talking with Temperance and the parents, and I noticed the routine at the back of my hand, and I'm like, God, these guys really kind of suck. And so <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm getting ready to turn around to look at the train wreck, thinking that like this team's just having a bad fucking day. And then I look, I'm like, oh, oh, actually they're pretty good for it, you know. <laughs> then I'm like, oh damn, I just gauged it. Like they're, they're actually really good for me. And then, then you feel bad about thinking about it like that. But there was one kid on this team. He's all like legs. He's like six. I mean, he's just, just tall, lanky, skinny dude. And he knew his routine and he had his part down pat. Timing, not at all. But as far as what he's supposed to do, and so the, they've obviously had this problem with him throughout the entirety of whatever they've been a team, because immediately there was one person that was kind of like, for lack of a better term, his handler, mm-hmm. <laughs> that she, her job was strictly to follow him and make sure he didn't take off until it was time. And so, like, they do that whole, like, every team that's at the thing, like, where like, they all cross around past each other mm-hmm. and they get to a corner and they're supposed to do their little flip things, right? And, uh, and so he immediately goes for broke. It just takes off running and do this cartwheel and the girl like, grabs my shirt and it was like a cartoon cause it stretched <laughs> like a good four and a half, five feet. It was like, and I, I could just hear my, like the Louis Tune sound in my head, like, because <laughs> I think him sl- slingshotting it back towards her and that killed enough time that he was able to take off running again. And then he did the, the cartwheel. I put it in quotes because it was like watching the, you know, when a two year old's learning to do cartwheels. It, these guys gave it their all and it was an amazing performance but it was just the, the comedy of it can't be overlooked i mean the the, the aspect of the fact that it's like you literally were watching like a living cartoon take place in front of you <laughs> and so um and they had the one kid on there that um i want to say it, it, it it's down syndrome the, mm-hmm. the he, because he had that same look as what that but he reminded me of the kid from that show, that uh, movie the ringer yeah. Where he's like, you took my CD and you scratched it. And he just had that look on his face the entire time. So I'm just watching him and he's all excited. But he's always like, you could tell he was enjoying himself, but they always seem to look pissed. And and so it was just, it was the weirdest thing. So this whole 
conglomeration of this cheer team doing this stuff. And I'm like, and so I'm texting him like oh, the special needs team is on. And I, I, you know, then also the other thing that <laughs> when that kid took off running, I immediately flashed back to Tropic Thunder and that, um, that line where they're talking about the guy that always goes full retard. <laughs> He's like, you never go full retard because it was just the, how much he was putting into it. So I felt bad about the entire thing. Cause all this shit's running through my head. I'm like, I'm a horrible person. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave it right there. I, I'm not gonna You're deny awful. It. You're I'm evil. I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> so it was that was entertaining. <clears throat> I'm glad you were entertained by the special needs people. But the whole thing was a uh, was I still get ooked out the whole time at, at one of those things because you're just looking around and and it's actually going to tie into what we talk about a little bit today. It the, it's no matter how skilled and athletic these people are. Like when you have the males and the females in the same team, the guys are wearing like, you know, long pants, t-shirt, the whole At nine. least longer shorts. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. there's no, there's no, uh, there's no ball sack popping out every once in a while they do a routine, but the girls are just being objectified as hell. And it's, it's, it's bothersome as a whole because it's like, you know, I, I get let's, let's, they're, they're athlete, athletes, it's athletics, yada, 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 but we're still sexualizing the children in a way. And it was some... May come out the door. I don't. I don't know. Okay, so I heard something, but. but it's it's weird to me that like, and it's going to tie very well into the our topic tonight that that cheerleading and and kind of hypersexualizing your child in that manner is completely acceptable, but when we talk about the uh, the um, the pole dancing class for eight year olds <laughs> that's coming up here in a little bit, that's a form of hypersexualization that's just not okay. And well, so I think anything can be sexual if you make it sexual. That's the point that I'm going and to um, like the cheerleading stuff. Like some of it's super cute and and totally fine, and no, it doesn't feel gross. But then there's some of the routines that feel real gross, real, right. real bad. Right. Right. And like there's it, there's a line. It's kind of like that old quote about pornography. Like I right. don't know, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Yeah. Like when they've crossed the line, it's pretty easy to tell. You're like. Oh yeah. Oh, but it but it still bothers me. Like they, like we're talking like like these aren't even booty shorts. These are like, I mean, barely there shorts. Yeah, it, it was just so you're sitting there. I'm like, like for example, my iPhone. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing stuff on my iPhone. I'm, I'm I'm checking emails. I'm doing that kind of stuff. Then I realize that the position I'm holding my phone in makes it look like I'm video <laughs> recording all the stuff. I'm like. So I just put my phone down. I don't do anything with it. I'm like, I'm not going to be looked at as that guy. <laughs> so I'm just like, I can't, I can't win. And for me, it's one, you know, I, I could be completely overthinking the entire thing and people might not be looking at me that You're way. You're not. And I, I will tell you how you can gauge this. When those girls, especially the older ones, like let's say right. 16, 16 to 18 right. year old girls are walking outside mm-hmm. in their cheer uniforms, people are staring. Mm-hmm. Like, Like old men are leering Mm -hmm. at them like, and not to say that they should be. I'm not blaming the girls at all. No, no, no. I'm just saying like to know how different it looks, how un, it doesn't look like a sporting uniform. Right. Like they are just like sitting, I don't see why the shorts have to be that short. Right. And I'm not saying that because I think that. No clothing hypersexualizes no, girls. But, but, I'm saying that, but it comes down to the fact of the matter is that, like, for example, that high school basketball game I went to, when they do the kick and you're afraid that you're going to see something you shouldn't be seeing right. on a 14 year old child, 
that's a problem. That's not about sexualizing her or whatever. That that's about. I would normally well, under any other circumstances. Some of them are because yeah, they're always pulling the wedges out yeah. and all that, and yeah, I did, yeah. Or or the girls that have crop tops, mm-hmm. their uniforms aren't even mm-hmm. aren't even fully shirts; they're like bras, right. glorified bras. But it, but that's but it's so that it's it's always been weird to me that, that that particular sport is considered okay and it's okay to do that. But when you talk about this other thing here, it, it's not and. It's, well, and it's like they use similar moves, like right. the damn, you know, titty shake. Yeah. Even some of the girls on uh-huh. from our gym, there's a move that's like, everybody knows what I'm talking about, where you put your arms to the side and, and you, you kind of your wiggle your chest. Right. You know, God couldn't give you maracas if he didn't want mm-hmm. you to shake them kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, all the girls, when they do it, like kind of have this like, they what? just jiggle a little bit and they're like, why are we doing this? Like, you can see it on their faces. They're like. Well, I don't have boobs. <laughs> what, what's this? What's what's the whole point of this? Yeah, and so, it's just it's it's that like there's a lot of these moves mm-hmm. that are just like why would you why would you put that move in there? Why mm-hmm. would you make them? You know, I mean, I get the athleticism part of it, but then there's the dancing part of it that I just don't get. Well, and I think it would all be okay if it wasn't if I wasn't constantly afraid as a parent that I might actually see something on a child that I'm not supposed to see, and that's a valid point to make. I mean, but there's but there's also no easy way to like walk up to somebody and go, hey, look, I'm clearly afraid of accidentally seeing this girl's clitoris, you know, so you guys need to do something about this. But then they're just going to look at you like you're the weird person that you don't want to see some, you know, it's just like uh, the whole fucking thing is just weird conundrum to me. So um, do we want to jump straight into the article then from this point or do we want to do voicemails first? Uh, let's separate it out with some voicemails. All right. So we have some uh, voicemails this week. We have two of them, in fact. Uh, first up, we have... Actually, I'm going to do it in the order that came in. So first up, we have Work Frank. All right. I'm super excited. And this is a, this is a long-time listener, first-time caller, as I understand it. So it should be doing stuff here soon. Damn you. Jody, Justin, how are you? Work Frank, Frank and my names from the... Uh... That's because he's a motherfucking gentleman, okay? I know. <laughs> uh, mediocre show. Just giving you a call and congratulating, because you know, Eric said I was allowed to, um, the 103rd episode, hopefully, <laughs> I'll be featured on. And I wanted to say how uh, how much I enjoy the podcast. Uh, as a parent, uh, it's, it's, it's lovely to have people to uh, relate to. And um, Jody, I have to tell you, you got in my head. Because I think once or twice you said, I hate when people laugh on podcasts. And unfortunately, I am a victim of someone who thinks I'm the funniest person that I know. And I uh, laugh at my own jokes all the time. So <laughs> I uh, I think of you every time I do that. And I'm trying to curb it back. I really am. <laughs> but um, I wanted to say uh, I love the podcast. Uh, it's, it's on in the morning. I love having uh, the relatability. Uh, I think you guys are doing great work. And congratulations. Hope someday to uh, be on 100 podcasts myself. So uh, lots of love to you from uh, the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. And uh, thinking of you guys. And congratulations again. And, uh, yes, uh, Justin, you're uh, totally gay for Eric. 
<laughs> I was waiting for it the entire fucking time. I'm like, this is a very well thought out, nicely put together voicemail. He's being very good about. It. Where's the, where's the I, like you know Justin Muzz Eric joke? It's got to be in here somewhere, and he did not disappoint. Okay, so I don't remember ever saying that I hate it when people laugh on podcasts, and I don't hate it when people laugh on podcasts. I hate it when people laugh directly in the microphone, which yeah, I do all which, the time. Well, and he he's he has done in the past, so See, I think that's I don't what he's notice, referring to him. I, yeah. And it, you yeah. know, it might be like there's a leveling thing that Eric does what? so that it doesn't come out. So because there there have been some in the past where it just is really loud. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's not you, and no. and you're fine. And don't don't do the thing where you think about the thing while you're doing the thing and yeah. how you shouldn't be doing that. Don't do the thing. Right, it's fine. Yes, because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> See, he <laughs> Justin likes Eric, and, I, and now I I really like Frank. Keep, I'm looking at you while digging, I say this. Keep digging yourself this hole here because <laughs> you're making it super awkward. I know, right? This is almost as bad as the three-way you want to have with Slacker last week. So, And now I'm going to blush <laughs> you, again. Thanks. Yeah, you just keep uh, propositioning our <laughs> listeners here. You know? and I, I right. got to build a listener base somehow, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and I was right. We, he almost wrecked his truck when uh, all that happened. <laughs> so, uh, But yes, thank you, Work Frank, for that lovely voicemail. You. And, you know, hopefully maybe one of these days, I know time zones are a bitch, but we'd like to get you and and the tomorrows on our show at some point. So, um, yeah, we'll have to figure out the whole scheduling thing, but it'd be, it'd be good to do that. So maybe we'll, we'll have to be able to feature him. I think we just have to go there. We probably just have to ask. I mean, no, no, no. I think, oh, I think you? this is an excuse to just right. go. Well, I've already got one. Work's going to be sending me that direction for training. So at no, some, I'm just trying to make sure I can coordinate it. So, But I won't be there. Yeah. I'll have firsties. <laughs> and now we have another one here from Izzy Rock. Hey, Bad Parenting Podcast, this is Izzy. I wanted to call and say hello and that I really love the show. Jody and Justin, you guys are doing a great job. Love hearing all the updates on the podcast each week about your comings and goings. And I want to tell you that you make being a parent, uh, it, it, it's, it's nice to hear other parents go into depth about the stuff that you guys talk about. Like the cheerleading stuff. <laughs> I have been involved with sports for many years with my boys. And this past season, we had basketball. My son, Zach, had basketball. And we got all these other fees. And then each game, each game that we go to, we have to pay $5 a piece. To- See? Yeah. That's some fucking bullshit. Right? Like I this mean, last one, it was 15 bucks a piece to get in. 10, 10 bucks, bucks for to park. park. Yeah. Plus, they don't allow you to bring in food or anything other than water. To drink. So you have to eat their shitty ass food, too. And, and, and they have these things called Polish dogs. And I think the only classification for it was that it was a hot dog <laughs> that, sho- that tasted like it had been shoved up a Polish man's ass. So that's the only reason why it could be called a Polish dog. Otherwise, it was fucking gnarly as hell. And it's just what I don't get is so you look at all these girls. And they're all supposed to be like, you know, these athletic machines that are, that are all, you know, toned athletic and, and yeah, they're all like, you know, they're muscly and stuff. But it's like, so these girls are competing. They they are legitimately working and, and sweating and having a hard routine. I know because I smelled the BO off one of them when she <laughs> sat down in front of me. Understandably so. I mean, it, it, she was doing her thing. It, it happens. But the type of fuel the body needs when you're doing that kind of work is not a goddamn Polish dog from nachos and some popcorn. But that's all they would let it have this place. Oh, so gross. Or candy, you know. And let's not forget the soda. So. Oh, yeah. And I got a soda because right. they made me throw away my soda. And I was pretty pissed about it. And right. anyway. And so it was a nice $7 soda. It was a $7 soda. And it tasted shitty mm-hmm. so bad. 
but anyway, I, uh, but I've never understood like if you are legitimately if your kid is one of the players or athletes or whatever you're asked now I, I get we can't do the entire family but the direct parents should be able to get in for free get in uh so my wife and i each week we had two games that we would go to and so that was that was 20 bucks each week that we were paying on top of everything else all the other fees so it does get kind of expensive and uh you know the the politics of the whole extracurricular activities and things like that is a pain in the ass. <laughs> but I hope that your house situation is uh, fixed and done soon. And that Oh, boy, so do we. <laughs> Nothing has changed. <laughs> we're, we'll right know, now we're just in a holding pattern. We're just in a holding pattern, but it, all things considered, if everybody is living up to their expectations, which I don't hold my breath for, <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is the week that things are supposed to start popping because the, the last two pieces of documentation we need to actually pull the e-brake off, put it in first gear, and actually possibly get some momentum behind this bitch is supposed to happen by Friday. So... Fingers crossed, positive Don't vibes. Hold your breath. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that. I'm just saying, hey, look, if anybody has like some, I don't know, like maybe Voodoo. that or like for whatever reason, God owes them a favor <laughs> <laughs> or Thor or Odin, whoever you believe in, um, perhaps just shoot it our direction because <laughs> it would be really, really nice to to uh, to get into this place. And n- this house didn't bother me as much. Until there was an out. I know. Like, and, now, and now every time you go in the kitchen, it's like, I can't wait for my I know. Kitchen. The other day you missed it. Something happened. And I'm like, I fucking hate this kitchen. And I like, <laughs> lobbed a pan or something like that across the room. And I realized I probably should have looked behind me before I threw that. Because normally the kids tend to be like, sneak up behind me. I could have just actually clobbered one of them in the face with a frying pan. But um, yeah, so it, I, I will be so happy once this is all said and done and we're out and we're into our own place. So yes, Izzy, we really hope hope that, that happens sometime <laughs> soon too <laughs> uh, it, it gets over with and you guys can move on and get into the new house also i want to congratulate you for getting past 100 episodes and uh thank you for for all the content that you guys deliver when i got i gotta tell you that i love the segment with will slacker <laughs> slacker jedi i love that segment love hearing it uh, he's a good dude. So, got to say, I love your podcast. So, keep it up. Keep up the good work, guys. Guys, take care of yourselves. Have a great week. Later. Well, thank you, Izzy. We love thank your podcast. You. Well, I, I will speak for myself. I love your podcast, too. Um, I've, I listen to the, I don't listen to the, you know, I catch them. His, his is a weird one where I, I catch them at, at there's certain times like the day that I listen to them in. So I don't catch them as often as I'd like to um, because of, of when I can and can't listen to them with the kids and this and that. Um, that actually is true for all the podcasts I listen yeah, to. But. Um, I'm currently having issues listening to anything. Right. Because the children are making that impossible. Well, that and they're also getting to the age now where like even Trent, they, right. under, they, they either understand or are very good at being minor birds. Right. So... I, I I don't get to do a lot of mediocre. I don't get to yeah. do it when their kids are in the car. So luckily with this new job where I'm driving more and whatnot, I can we'll see, and catch I'm, up on I'm stuff. driving a lot, but a, a good half of my commute now contains Trent. Yeah. Because of daycare switch ups and whatnot. Yeah. So um and he he picked this up from Tempe. The the podcast is making me car sick. Right, right. And I'm like, bullshit.
shit. Yes. It does not make you sick. But I have to say, Izzy's got to be one of the busiest dudes that I know, I know. of. Because he's so much coming. He's out. he's producing two podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also producing a YouTube uh, show for with a uh, um, two guys from one of those two podcasts. Mm-hmm. He does all the videography for his kids' sports teams. He has a job. He's on social media on a fairly regular occurrence. And I see that he still currently has a wife and or she's got he's either she still loves him and is with him or he's got her chained up in a basement somewhere makes her put up with him. I don't know. But he still makes time for all that stuff, too. So it's, it's pretty just, uh, inspiring. It is. And, and I'm ho- it gives me hope that when my kids get to the ages that his kids are, I may actually have a little more of a life outside of, you know, wiping ass and. <laughs> and oh, man. Uh, Trent stuff and I like had that. a come to Jesus meeting. About wiping ass? About wiping butt. Okay. <laughs> I told him. Did you start making him wipe yours? <laughs> <laughs> Every time he has to wipe yours, you're wiping mine, buddy. <laughs> no, um, I, I, uh, we've been working on how to wipe, and mm-hmm. you know, and I, I finally he called me, and and when I was really busy with something else, and he's like, "Mommy, can I wipe my butt?" And I'm like, "No," and he's like, "You have to." And I went in there after I was done with my phone call or whatever. I said, "From now on, you wipe your own butt." I don't care if there's streaks in your underwear for a year. Like, you're wiping your own butt. Mm-hmm. You're doing a good job. You're paying attention and you're washing your hands. I'm done with this. See, that's my that's my only fear with him is that he is just that enough of an asshole. Like, sure, I'm going to wipe this. No problem. I'm going to wipe it on the wall. I'm going <laughs> to well, wipe it on your toothbrush. That's I'm why wipe we it. had such a long <laughs> talk. Because I told him about how, how I expected to be done. The after effects and that I expect him to wash his hands really, really well with soap and, you know, all the, all the key ingredients of a good butt wipe. Right. So, luckily, he's very similar to Tempe with the, very, the magical poop. The magical poop. Right. I know. I wish I was as that lucky. Yeah. It'd be nice. Save so much more time. (laughs) (laughs) So much time for all my activities. (laughs) So, yes, thank you guys again for your voicemails. Thank you. And if any other listeners want to leave a voicemail, you know, 503-609-0375, you can do that. Or you can record it using your favorite audio recording app and then email it to us. Um, But let's go ahead and move into the uh, article that was actually submitted by another listener, Nikki from New Zealand. She sent over an article that was a... um, this uh, morning show, it was. It looked like it was like a Good Morning America type show. Only it was like Australia. obviously like good. No, New Zealand. Well, it, that's just it, though. I thought it was. I thought it was Sydney. Like I couldn't tell for sure. But oh, I, did it say it was Australia? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty huh. pretty sure. Maybe I mean, she was also getting a jab at Killivan at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, what it came down to is there was this class. It's I so. I, I don't know exactly where it's either in New Zealand or Australia. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Well, I think, I'm going to look guys. it up because I want to make sure that I'm right. But this um, lady is offering a pole dancing class for children. So um, they do the and it was the whole thing. They had a they had a pole set up on it was it was just like one of those reporter fails. They had a pole set up in the in the studio. They had these girls coming out and doing like the the whole. Oh, it was British. It wasn't even okay. Australian well, or New Zealand. Well, it's kind of the same because they're all under the same you know empire. Uh, but the girls came out. I did the whole like swing around on the uh, pole and this and that. And the other thing, and they're like, you know they're doing the interview. Like, aren't you afraid that it's like hypersexualizing your child? And they're like, no, it's just fitness and this and that. Yada yada yada. And you know, it it brought up a very interesting and and yet valid point in my head where it's it's like how do we how do you classify something like that? Because if you think about it, traditionally pole dancing is what 
strippers do. It's it's a thing that women who sell their body in whatever way, whether it be just looking at it or otherwise, for money. Um, and then you, that that dives into the whole sexualization of the female body and and, and what we what's happened to it as a society over the years. Um, then it also brings into is prostitution really that bad because, you know, in some areas it's completely legal and it's considered as an actual real job, i.e. Australia and things have, have calmed down a bit. But for me, it, it rolls all the way back around to what about pole dancing is sexual and how did it get that way? Well, that's <clears throat> kind of the question. So my, my honest and fervent belief that other than the fact they were doing it on TV as a spot to elicit this reaction, I don't really see a big problem with it. Right. So, like, I think that performing... Okay, so cheerleading doesn't seem nasty until you do it in front of a room full of guys. Right, right. Same thing. Pole dancing doesn't seem gross until you do it for profit by taking off your clothes. Right. Like, it does, like as long as... There's you're doing it for fitness in your in your own home or in a studio or in a place where it's a you know space where you feel comfortable. I really don't see a problem with it at any age. Yeah. Um. You know, it's not like they're incorporating this is how you take your blouse off while you're hanging upside down from a pole. Like that's the, <laughs> that's a different aspect of it. But how did pole da- how did a pole become a thing that you dance on? Well, mm-hmm. somebody put one in a strip club once and it took off. That's right, why. Right. That's how. That's all that happened. But that's my point. Is it so like? You get these people who are freaking out. You're just you're trying to you're trying to sexualize your daughter and this and that. And it's like, well, no. Now, if if I had my daughter up on the stage where old men were leering at her and throwing dollar bills up at her and whatnot, and like her her name was like you know Candy or something like that, then yeah, I'm sexualizing her a little bit. But if it's at the gym, like what we have here for the cheerleading thing, and it's just the girls doing it and they're out there doing the thing, and they're working out and they're getting a, a good workout in, I don't see the problem with it. However. They have the skimpy outfits on, right? And but, that's, but that see, that's where I think they crossed the line. Is they're right. trying? To, they did this specifically to get a reaction, right? Right. And they wore outfits that would get a reaction. Yeah. They wore like Britney Spears crop top, mm-hmm. sh- and, and, this and thing short is that shorts. It's it's like if you look at like gymnastics and, and stuff like that, you can do those kinds of things, and you, there are outfits that are available that yeah. don't make it a sexualized kind of thing and don't cause all those problems. Um, no bigs whatsoever. I mean, yes, I understand you have to have an outfit that you have an ability to move in, et cetera, et cetera. But if the boys can do the things that the boys are doing on the cheer teams in the full pants, the track mm-hmm. pants they're wearing, and the Under Armour t-shirts, I'm pretty sure the girls can too. It's right. just the difference of, you know, one's got boobs and they're showing stuff off or the other one's not. I'd say that the pole, pole dancing probably requires shorter shorts than cheerleading does right. because theoretically your, your skin is gripping the pole and right. providing some level of traction which sounds really gross but yeah Mm -hmm. anyway um so i almost will give it a pass but like i said where they've crossed the line is that they're having eight-year-olds do it on tv Mm -hmm. and skimpy outfits but the just like all the comments on this article are like um you know somebody will make a valid argument like why is this sexual it's just eight-year-old girls you know doing an athletic activity you can sexualize them running if you Mm -hmm. want to and it's the same thing and that's then that's see that's that's the scary part for me is that if you go and you 
you get into the deep dark world of pedophilia and you look at what these pedophiles do and how they they're react. Not, they aren't watching cheerleading competitions. No, and they're like they're, they're like, watching kids on the playground. Right. They're watching kids tie their shoes. They're right. watching kids eat ice cream. Like yeah. they're so if you judge what is sexual by the fact that people can find it sexual, then everything is sexual. Right. There's not a thing on this planet that isn't sexual, given the right person. Exactly. So don't start basing what is and is not appropriate based on whether or not somebody in the universe finds it arousing. Well, it, and that goes back to the, like the whole offensive thing too. Somebody somewhere, no matter what you do, is going to find something that you've done offensive. You know, and that's like, so you go back to the whole Deadpool movie. Mm -hmm. Yes, Deadpool is going to be offensive for quite a few people, especially those people who stupidly didn't do the research and didn't realize that it was not a movie that they should be bringing like, you know, six-year-old kids to. Mm -hmm. That does not make Deadpool itself a horrible thing. It just means that some people don't like it. And that's something that I wish that society as a whole could learn how to get behind is that if you don't like it, don't participate. You don't like, it's like that it's like old phrase goes, you don't like gay marriage, don't get one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't like this, then don't do it. You don't have to participate and in it, whatever. There's nothing. Or so, judge the people that do. Right, exactly. Now, you know, there are, there, there are always this, the, the overall norms that we adhere to that will never go away. Like, you know, obviously the marriage of an 11 year old girl to like a 43 year old man. That's a bad thing. Right. That should never happen. We can universally agree upon that. So if it's something that we can universally agree upon, that even the you know the lowest of the low think, oh, that's nasty, then you know you've got a problem there. But if you don't like some, like if you don't like gay marriage because it's two dudes kissing each other and that's just all you know weird, then don't don't be a part of it. Don't be around it. You can you can live your life without having to expose yourself to it or be a part of it. But it doesn't mean that you have to negate somebody else's. Um, in some cases, rights. In other cases, just what they want to do if they're not harming somebody else. So if your daughter is learning how to work out and do things and it involves dancing on a pole, as long as it's not in a sexualized environment, yeah. there shouldn't be a problem with it. You know, and that's like, you know, that was one thing I noticed that they did that I, that, that that's where it kind of sunk in for me was at, at, at her, um, at her cheer school, when because that that one it was it was an old storefront it looked like it was an old store of some sort like a shopping store or whatever so there's a huge wall that's nothing but glass that you can walk by in the downtown area there and then I realized at one point when they put the the, the uh, sunshades in and I'm like okay when I when they did it they installed them during summertime so I mm-hmm. thought they were actually sunshades mm-hmm. then I realized they've been keeping them down year round I'm like oh. Mm-hmm. That's to stop the creepy fuckers from stopping and staring through the old glass. The girls were, God fucking damn it. <laughs> you know? Well, I don't think they were having a problem with no, it. I but think one of the parents probably brought it they up. They were just heading it off at the pass, yeah. which is a smart thing to do, but it's also a sad statement of what today's society is like. Is that, you know, we have to worry about, like, you know, the Jareds of the world coming out to do gross stuff. Um, and and that's where I have the problem with it is that we are once again much like what happens with rape and other things, we're putting the focus in the wrong spot. Right. The focus shouldn't be on whether or not this is a sexualized thing for an eight year old to do. It should be if you find this of a sexual nature. Yeah. If you look at this if, eight year old girl doing these things, and you're getting Twitter painted. It's time to just make you no longer a part of this planet. Yeah. <laughs> 
And that's that's kind of my my take on the whole thing. It go, like belly dancing is another mm-hmm. good one. You know, um, Shakira, mm-hmm. that girl, she's an, an amazing belly dancer, and the belly dancing itself as an art form is a very beautiful form of dance. And in some ways, it's done in a sexualized manner. In other ways, it's just done, you know, to be done. But that would never take off here in the States because the goddamn Bible thumpers would be Mm -hmm. flipping their shit over it about how it's hypersexualizing the girls. and We got to make sure that the boys aren't getting aroused and blah, 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 blah. And it's the same old drum that keeps getting beaten all the time. Protect the girls from the horny boys. Protect the girls from the horny boys. Protect the girls. No, no, no. Jesus Christ, teach the horny boys to figure it out or just rub one out more often. Hey, hey, perhaps, perhaps if you taught them that jerking off wasn't bad and the boys were allowed to play themselves once in a while without feeling like God was going to shit on them for it, they wouldn't have these problems of being all pent up and fucking ready to burst and then other shit happens. You know, it doesn't excuse that, but you guys are creating a self-perpetuating problem by not, by making sex a dirty and horrible thing. Instead of embracing it for what it can be, the procreation of a of a um, complete species, as well as a beautiful thing between two consenting people. Now, the consenting thing that can be debated about what age is okay, et cetera, et cetera. But overall, if it comes down to two people have consented to it and you you teach it correctly, it's not a bad thing. And if you do the positive teaching and you teach it in a positive light you're less likely to have problems with girls getting pregnant, you know, out of, you know, at a young age or whatever, um, or being before sur- they want to. Right. Being surprised when it happens. Right. I don't get how this happened. <laughs> Honey, your ankles were behind your ears. It's very fucking apparent how it happened. Um, and, and so th- that whole thing bothers me. And it's, it's, this this year, like in general, is going to cons- it's it, that whole concept is going to keep rubbing and keep angering me more and more as the year progresses because a lot of our political BS that's happening right now with this election is all built around this, like you know the whole the 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 the, the uh, Supreme Court judge that just passed away and they're trying to cock block Obama from being able to vote him in because. They need to make sure we get a conservative in there. It's like, no, you need to follow the rules. And whatever the rules say is what needs to go. But their bastardized interpretation of the rules versus what everybody else reads the rules as creates this huge issue. But they have this sunny outlook of, you know, our God will help make this all better and, and, and. And, you know, it's not to shit on everybody who goes, who's, who's into religion, who's in a church or whatever. But the ones who are like hardcore fucking wacko nut jobs ruin it for everybody else and that holds true with religion that holds true with day-to-day activities school uh, cheer you know everything because you get these ones up of it because they don't know how to handle themselves appropriately or they think that their way is the right and only way it just they shit on it for everybody else and it makes this huge fucking mess and it just really annoys me that we can't be a little bit better about policing ourselves versus trying to police everybody else um, and it just becomes more and more apparent as this year drags on. So I'll be so happy when two, 2016 is over just for that one particular reason right there, because then as far as the United States goes, <laughs> election season's over, we can find somebody else to hate or something else to hate on at that point in time. So, Yes. Uh, election stuff has got me down. Yes, it's got me down too. Oh, and you just whacked the mic hardcore. Um, so, no, I'm... <laughs> 
So my head was itchy. A per- so a- back to this whole. What? Well, I'm just thinking about this whole thing about about, about properly teaching your kids about what sex is, what the hormones mm-hmm. are, what the feelings are. Ezra and sex ed. He's going through sexual education right now. I know it's so and bad. When he so when he let me know what was happening, I legitimately I asked him on the, over the when I was talking to him on the phone. I'm like, hey, so what's? What, he's like, yeah, we had our first sex ed class today. I'm like, cool. What'd you learn? He's like, not a thing. I'm like. <laughs> What? He's like, well, we filled out this, these forms. I'm like, you filled out forms. He's like, yeah, we had paperwork we had to fill out. I'm like, about what your dreams? Yeah, are and it was goals. what are your goals? What are your aspirations? What are your dreams in life? And Where do you I, see yourself in ten years? Right. And I just immediately went, I'm like, oh, buddy, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's like, why? I'm like, well, because while it's not bad to try to understand those things and realize what having a child and whatnot or at an early age can implicate and and make those things more complicated for you. What this means is they're going to har- they're going hardcore down the abstinence only route. I said, so what you and I need to do after the fact, once this is all oh, said, I just did it too. Yes, um, I, I said it, uh, once this is all said and done, you and I need to have a a debriefing. Basically, I need to figure out what you think you learned from this class, and then you and I are going to actually take that and then correct it where it needs to be corrected, if it needs to be corrected, so as to properly make sure that you are getting the correct information and that you, you know, that you understand everything you're hearing and how to properly apply it in your life. And uh, then he was talking about how one of his uh, guys that he knows in the class had made this off color joke about, oh, I just can't wait till I can see some vagina. And I'm sorry. I, I'm playing audio. Well, I was trying to find a thing. Okay. Cause it's a good, um, so, continue. Um, so, and then I'm like, yeah, I said, you're going to get those two, uh, two. I'm like, but they're going to be sorely, sorely, um, disappointed because the only vagina they're going to see is a very clinical drawing of it. And then he started laughing. He's like, yeah, yeah, we saw a drawing today. It was of a male penis and it was erect, but it was like at a 90 degree angle. And so I, I I'm like, yeah, and I said, some bend up. He goes, what? I said, oh, I said, something. I said, some curve up. He goes, what? I'm like, some curve down. He's like, huh? I'm like, and then some curve to the left and some curve to the right. And he starts giggling. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the angle, the dangle, dude. I'm like, every guy who's a penis is built a little differently. It's like a snowflake. They're all different. Some do different weird things. And he was just started giggling really hard. Oh, I know. And, and all- I want to show him this video, which is what I just pulled up. Right. It's a video from Sweden. And it is, um, you can't, it's not in English. Mm-hmm. But it has very clear picture. Like, you can tell what she's saying, even though, and it, there, it's called, like, if you just do Sweden sex ed, mm-hmm. there is a series of eight videos, and it's very clear. It's pictures of genitalia. Like, this right. is a penis, and this, this is, is what it can do. And this, right. like, and it's not gross. It's very clinical, but funny. Like, you mm-hmm. can tell she, like, she makes jokes about gym socks, and like, mm-hmm. it's just, quite hilarious even though it's not even in english and i want everybody to watch them <laughs> well, well make sure you email me the link to those and okay. i'll put them in the show notes okay. um and then that way if people want to watch them they can so but it's swedish so every now and then the like you can understand the words because they're just close enough to english right. and it's just hilarious <laughs> it's like and she's got she's the girl that doesn't just very animated and like it, i love i love everything about them and i, right. I want more i want them to make the exact same video in english like right. just the or just give it subtitles right same. happy easy 
Yeah, that'd be great. It, it's one of those things that I, I remember when I when when Ezra was growing up. I I, I I for the longest time was dreading like, oh boy, we're gonna have to have the talk someday. We're gonna have to go through this whole thing because that that's one of the like the big comedic things about America is you know when you how do you see tell comedy, your kids where they right. came from? <laughs> how do you tell your kids about sex? Blah blah blah. And it's like you know this whole thing. And then I started thinking about it. And once I rem- rem- once you and I worked on removing the whole religious aspect from a lot of things, mm-hmm. that was one of the things I removed it from. And as soon as I did that, I'm like. Oh, so you just talk to them. <laughs> you just talk to them. You have a conversation. And as soon as you bring out, you remove this scary sky guy that's going to smite you down for being, you know, a sexual person. Mm-hmm. Then it's super easy to talk to them. And it's also super easy to say, by the way, here's all the ways you can not get yourself fucked. No pun intended. When it comes to this whole you know thing, as far as STDs, children, blah, 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 blah. So, um, yeah, it's. It's not as hard as some people make it out to be, and you just need to talk to your kids about it. That's it. You know, and then, and sometimes you make him laugh, like I did with Ezra and the whole curved penis thing. That that warped his mind, and I'm sure he's thinking about it. And when he has questions, he can bring them to me, and, and we'll go from there. But um, it's really, you know, it's really not as hard as you as you think it is. And um, I, I, I was, you know, I would say that I'd be willing to do it for you, but that just sounds kind of weird. So <laughs> maybe we can have a training class on how to talk to your kids about sex. You just fuck it. You just take the Shia LaBeouf route. Just do it. <laughs> uh, so um, anything else on the uh, on the the pole dancing for kids or the hypersexualization of our children? If you want to or- take your kids to a pole dancing class, you do it. That's that's what I say. You right. do what you want to do. Because guess what? Horseback riding looks pretty fucking sexual to me. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like when, when girls figure out that shoehorn in the gallop, watch out. <laughs> it's kind of like the, the, the Harry Potter uh, broomstick when it came out for a very right. short period of time. And I don't understand why my fourteen-year-old girl loves this so much. Or like football. Everybody always makes fun of guys yeah. playing football and how yeah. sexual it is that you stand behind the guy and you wait right. for him to say hi. Well, you know, like slapping each other on the ass and whatnot. <laughs> I, the blowjobs in the in the um, in the uh, locker, locker room. room. Oh wait. Exactly. <laughs> I thought that was a thing. Right? No. <laughs> I don't know. I, never I was told football. that was a thing. I never was in a locker room like okay. that, so I don't know. I couldn't um, tell you. So, uh, I've been lied to. Um, <laughs> we don't know that. I don't have a way to verify it one way or the other. <laughs> it's very possible it's true. Um. <laughs> You're still thinking about BJ's in a locker room. Now all of a sudden, all your favorite men men, men stars are in a locker room, all sweaty and 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 blowing each other, and you're all trying to figure that out. No, it's kind of scary. No, it's not what I'm thinking about at all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, the um, no, I really had a thing I was going to say, and uh, now you've ruined it. I broke back a mountain did for you. <laughs> you did, <laughs> but see, I don't think it's gross, so I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that that is a weird that, no that is a weird conundrum where you know me as a heterosexual male now I will say I don't have this experience so I can't say for beyond a shadow of a doubt but I'm willing to bet that if some good old fashioned male male action came on screen like in a porn or something like that I would probably be like yeah I'm done. Not because I have a problem with them doing it. It's right. just not my cup of tea. Right. So, um, whereas it's, I don't know that it's as, as much of a, um, a thing for like a girl to see two girls doing their thing. So it's, it's much like everything probably varies person to person. I right. personally don't care. Right. Like I, I, 
watching two people who enjoy each other go at it, whether it's two girls or like it, when it comes to like uh, like I'm saying like porn, right. like right. you're saying like porn, whatever. Like if if it happens to come up, I'm like okay, whatever. Yeah. Two people having fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care. So, but I don't I don't know that that's every girl. I don't, yeah well yeah I don't know that I, I, I can just say I don't know if I'm weird. No, I, I'm. Uh, you know, I don't know. If I'm sure you're okay with that, but yeah. <laughs> and I said I don't know from personal experience. You know that if it ever came on, it what would happen? Because I've never really taken the opportunity to go watch some uh, good old fashioned bareback action. So I just I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <clears throat> so that would be an interesting way. That, you know, that would be an interesting thing to have to do if you if one of the kids ends up being homosexual. Like as a heterosexual person trying to relate to the whole. Like, I, I don't understand it. I don't get why it gets you like that, but more power to you. So how can I help you with your, it's got, it's kind of a weird space to be where you, you'd want to help your kids. You want to educate them. And I think it's all going to circle back around to the whole, just talk to them thing. Yeah. But it's harder. I, I would think it would almost seem kind of harder to relate because you just don't have any basis for understanding. I found the whole playlist of all eight Good. videos. Send me the playlist. I link. did. Sweet. I did. I think. So we'll, we'll see. Well, then, if you don't have anything else, babe, I think we've um, exhausted. Nope. Go watch the puberty videos from Sweden. Yes. They're fun and funny. And and just in general, maybe pay attention to like Sweden and Finland and a couple of those really far north countries a little bit more. They've got a lot of things right. If we could implement just some of those things here, it would be great. It would. From all sorts of perspectives. I'll just leave it at that now. So um, if you want to get a hold of us, like we've said before, you can leave us a voicemail at 503-609-0375. Or you can send an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. And uh, we'd be happy to take your correspondence that way as well. Um, oh, correspondence. Take That's your like correspondence. A, yeah, take Ooh. it. Take that correspondence, baby. <laughs> Shove that letter in that mailbox. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> Okay. USP- it went from kind of funny to really <laughs> gross really, really fast. USPS porn. There you go. I've got I a, bet that's a thing. It probably is. I've got a package. It's the internet. Yeah. Special delivery. I'm going to put my giant package in your mailbox. Yes? No? Doing anything for you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Like, this is like really off putting. <laughs> How many stamps does it take to send that across the country? No, more so. than you got. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we uh, we always derail it. At the I end. know, right? It's kind of awesome and kind of sad all at the same time. Whatever. All right. So, if you want to find us on social medias, just search for Bad Parenting Podcast, like our pa- Facebook page, and hey, if you like us, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Oh, I found out that there's a whole section on iTunes f- podcasts f- just for parenting, and we're not on it. Because we don't have enough reviews, like for cereal. Right. So if somebody could, if everybody could go on and, and yes, give us a reviews. rating. Uh, and to those of you who already have, you know who you are. Thank right. you so much. Thank you so much. But like, we just don't meet the minimum qualifications. Well, and I also think I need to look at our, I, I it also has to do with what content settings I selected right. to. So I need to double There's check those. There's a whole section for parenting. Like it's, it's, it's called parenting like when you're searching for stuff there's a whole thing and you click on a button it says parenting it has little duckies on it and and i think we belong there some people might disagree we'll no no, no there's explicit ones there's other no, 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 explicit ones on there no yeah so please rate review and subscribe and you should really be doing that with all the podcasts you guys support yes, and enjoy i agree you know it's it's one of those things that it, it's not often done but it's a very much 
appreciate it every time it happens. And and I just I want more people to f- be able to find us because guess what? I've been doing a lot of searching for podcasts lately because I want something like I want that perfect thing that just I just I just need more. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I, I can't find it. I can't find it because because and I'm sure there's a, there's other podcasts like us that just aren't showing up when I'm searching for, you know, certain this things. Thing. Right. Right. And uh, so I just want want everybody to be able to find us if they want to find us. Yes. Most definitely. So yeah, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. Um, our website is www.badparentingpodcast.com. And yeah, we, we would love we love hearing from our listeners. And I'm really I'm super excited that from a from a show perspective, from a like production of the show, et cetera, et cetera, that we're getting to a point now where we are getting regular regular I'm trying to say this, regular listener submissions whether it be voicemails etc and it's cool to have that interaction and i i never realized how cool it was from this side of the microphone (laughs) until it started happening i'm like oh this is why they want me to do it more and so now i try to actively i still suck at it but i'm trying to get better at not sucking at it so hard um when it comes to like calling in my favorite shows and whatnot and leaving voicemails so um please 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 voicemails just just chat with us let us know you're out there we love to hear from you um and i love seeing the the comments on facebook and instagram and all that so it's great to it's great to see other people out there um that enjoy and also understand parenting and can can as frank said can and as you too relate we can right. relate to the, you know the fact that you're not going through this crazy ass process alone exactly so well babe if you have nothing else to add no i'm good all right then until next time try to be shitty parents bye thank you for tuning in to another edition of the bad parenting podcast A conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. (laughs) Don't do that in the microphone. I I did it away from the microphone. Bullshit. It's out there now. Here it goes.